0: Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J, Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Today it's 101. Yes,
1: it hundred. 100- yesterday, so we're having a, we're having a, it's yeah, cool. Like
0: Oh, okay, Yeah. Anyway, but it is mostly cloudy. So that's that's different. So, yeah. All right. We'd like to do a quick shout out to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We are so thankful to have you listening and sharing. We really appreciate it. And you can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645, or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can check out our Etsy store, shadowsofgrace.etsy.com. And if you'd like to be a supporter of the show, there is a link in the show notes. Well, normally I would say, what facts do you have? But I have taken over your facts. <laughs> you,
1: did, you did not like my history. I did not like your history. You no. At all. And I'm no. I, I guess That's because, okay. You know, I guess people just uh, don't. I guess I'm just talking too deep. You're just
0: coming up with some weird stuff, so we'll we'll just say that. Okay, okay. so today, okay, all you right. Do, do you
1: do it. Let's hear what you got.
0: Okay, do you know what kind of dog Snoopy is?
1: A uh, greyhound.
0: No, S- No. Snoopy. Oh my word! Snoopy from Charles M. Schultz's Peanuts comic strip is a beagle. He's a beagle.
1: Makes sense, little beagle. Yeah,
0: yeah, little beagle. He's cute. Yeah. All right. And did you know? You may have said this one before, but it's still pretty cool. A dog's sense of smell is one thousand times greater than a human. I
1: did. Yes, know that. Yeah.
0: you didn't know that because maybe I you didn't. Did. You did know that. Yes. Well, that's why our dogs go sniffing around. The other day, you want us to tell everybody what you did to our dog last night.
1: I mm-hmm. sniffed his paw.
0: Well, no, no, no. You were turning over to go to sleep, and oh, you thought... Oh,
1: oh, oh, this is horrible. Oh, it's, it's awful. Horrible. Everybody needs to pray for sigh. Yes, I yes. I thought he was my blanket. And I saw <laughs> his ear thinking yeah. it was a blanket. And, and that dog... <laughs> <laughs> he howled, and
0: I did not know what you had done to that poor puppy.
1: It, was a bl- it felt just like the blanket. <laughs> it was his
0: ear. Oh my goodness! So you have a weighted blanket that you sleep under, and it is kind of furry. And so you thought his furry, ear, it was so sad. I felt, I
1: bad, felt bad for
0: really him. Bad, yeah. And as I
1: hope, hope he doesn't hold a grudge.
0: I don't know. You should feel bad though. He screamed. All right. Okay. Here's a cool one. Nine percent of dog owners will have a birthday party for their pet. Huh. You know, that's something we've never done for Cy. We have not.
1: We we should do that.
0: We should. We always give him a Christmas present and he always gets so excited because he knows which stocking is his. So he knows when he has a Christmas present, but we've not done a birthday party.
1: We're going to. Well, his birthday is around Christmas.
0: No, no, no. September. Oh. He was born in September. I don't know what day. But we should throw him a birthday party this year. We should. Let's do it. Maybe when we have Gabriel's birthday, we can celebrate Sai as well. Yes. (laughs) All right. One more fact. Dogs have 28 baby teeth and 42
1: permanent teeth. And that's our facts for the day. Well, that was pretty good. I have to admit, your facts are really good.
0: Well, your facts were really good, too,
1: until you started. talking about old caesar (laughs) i was gonna get into people like uh Mm -hmm. alexander the great
0: no uh, no
1: it's too too
0: much we want light and and jovial trivial facts yes well
1: i was running out but you you're taking over and you're doing a good job so you
0: oh oh thank you well that's
1: very kind of you all right so what are we talking about today Well, since we had such a light beginning, we're going to get into (laughs) demon possession. Oh. is it possible to uh, exorcise them out? Okay. All right. That is pretty deep stuff.
0: All right. So, side note. When I was a teenager, what was his name? Bob...
1: Larson. Bob
0: Larson. No, Bob Larson Larson had this radio call in show when I was a teenager. Did you ever listen to him? I don't think you did.
1: I wasn't a Christian as a teenager. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, I wasn't, I was was making fun of you guys laughing at
0: you. Well, I wasn't a Christian either, but I thought I was, but anyway, um, yeah, so I would listen to it and it actually would freak me out because he would have callers call in that were demon possessed and he would talk to the demons and, um, they say that all that was not really true, and he wrote some books, and they say that was not true. Who knows? But it was a big thing there for quite several years. A lot of people listened to it, and um, it was pretty freaky. So, yeah, this is an interesting topic.
1: Well, I, I think there's two extremes here. I think you have okay. people that believe a demon's behind every bush. Right. And everything's a demon. Mm-hmm. And then you have people that don't believe uh, there are demons or devils at all. And we're just, you know, just have faith in God. And that's true. We should. That is. the uh, Yeah. You know, who cares what he th- You know, who cares about a spiritual battle?
0: And I, I'd say there's a third camp too, the ones that feel like they have all power over the demons instead of giving the power to God.
1: Oh, yeah. And I would I would put that in with the first one. OK, that makes sense. Demons. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. Um,
1: but I do believe when Jesus came to earth, I mean, there were demon-possessed people Yes. I mean, everywhere he went. And I believe that the spiritual war is far greater than most people realize.
0: Oh, yes, uh, definitely.
1: But when Jesus was casting out demons, when Jesus mm-hmm. was healing people, uh, he was giving a foreshadowing of what is to come in the millennial reign with Christ. True. And he was also, through the signs and wonders that Jesus did, he was stating and affirming who he was and is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because during the millennial kingdom, when we reign with Christ as Christians for the thousand year period, there are, the demons will be bound mm-hmm. for a thousand years. Yes. And there will be very little sickness. Right, uh, You know, so, so yeah, Jesus came and there was a lot of stuff happening, but Jesus right. was coming and he gave a foreglimpse of the millennial kingdom and what it'll be like when he reigns with us for, eter- for eternity.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: But one of the first signs of demon possession is abnormal strength. Mm. Now, years ago, I was in a uh, children's psychiatric, not me personally. But mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of participated and I was doing some work there. Mm-hmm. And I saw this like an eight-year-old who basically took 15 grown men to hold that, that child down.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Um, wow. I've seen some things and I know there is mental health. I don't doubt that. I'm, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm a therapist. And right. And I believe the science and the aspects of mental health. But I also believe in the demonic. Yes. In the spiritual. And yes. I've seen, seen people that could, you know, supernatural strength. Mm-hmm. That only really can be explained as a demonic.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, another sign of uh, demonic possession is uncontrolled behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon possessed individuals act in ways that are unpredictable, uncontrollable. Uh, it can mean self harming, mm-hmm. uh, aggressive behavior, inability to speak. Uh, some possessed individuals may lose their ability to speak or speak in strange voices that aren't their own. Mm-hmm. Right. They can even speak in other languages, some of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know it is pretty, uh, a little alarm. I guess alarming in your spirit when you encounter something like this. When you see something like this, I'm sure on your mission trips, you've seen some of these situations. Have you not?
1: I have. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, I think that in America we don't see it as much per se. Mm-hmm. Because right. Because we rationalize it or we explain it with science. Yeah. Or Satan already knows that he's got us because we're so secularized mm-hmm. and we're worshiping ourselves. So it doesn't matter. He's already got us.
0: Yeah, um, you're right.
1: But when you go into um, Africa, India, uh, parts of Asia, even South America, you begin mm-hmm. to see people that really are manifesting these things we're going to. Yes, you're right. Um, I, I think that the Christian background or the Christian tradition in the United States, mm-hmm. uh, even Europe, the history, uh, <sighs> even though we're losing it and Europe is almost atheistic. Right. There's still that protection from the past mm-hmm. uh, through Christians' prayers, through the church, through the gospel, through the history that is protecting them, I think, for a short time. Mhm mhm. I
0: agree. And you know, not to scare this is not to scare people. It's to make people aware of there are things going on in other realms around us all the time and there is warfare, spiritual warfare going on. Some people don't realize that. Some people don't want to realize that. They don't want to pay attention to it. Um, I think there may be some good books out today, but I know some of the best books, fiction book that I've ever read um, that discuss this type of spiritual warfare was like Piercing the Darkness and This Present Darkness by Frank Peretti. Um, And it just really made me more aware of that out of that spiritual realm that's happening around us. Uh,
1: You know, I think uh, also the movie Nefarious. Oh, yes. uh, Yeah. Gives you an idea of how Satan works. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not really scary. It's practical for the Christian to see and Mm -hmm. better understand it through a a movie uh, of, of maybe a visual of what that is. I mean, mm-hmm. most demons, you know, the exorcist used to scare me to death. My dad would watch that. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, and I, think, I think it scares us because subconsciously, just like we know God exists, we know Satan exists. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll just put out there that we really need to be careful about the things that we watch. I mean, we went to see a movie today and uh, it was a good movie. Uh, it was about the race car driver. I can't remember the name of it, but the guy that uh, became a race car driver after he won a contest with um, a sim the sim racing. Um, but anyway, we the all of the majority, the majority of the, what is it called previews before, the trailers before the movie, totally demonic. demonic. I mean, I if I had taken my child in to watch this movie, which it was a decent movie, a child I think could watch it. If I had taken my kid in to watch it, I would not have wanted them to sit there and watch the uh, trailers because mercy. You see evidence of evil and Satan all through it, and I really feel that as Christians, we need to be careful putting that kind of stuff into us. Now, as Christians, we cannot be possessed, but Satan can certainly try to play with us and bother us.
1: oppress Yeah.
0: Oppress us. Yeah. So I really don't think, I mean, you you really have to be careful about things that we watch um, because it it really can affect us.
1: Well, we look in the movies and, or television, Mm -hmm. television, right. uh, Media, you gets this word for medium. Um, you know, so I think when we, uh, look at this, we need to be very discerning with what we open our spirits up to,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: whether it's music or movies, uh, and a lot of the movies, they will actually, you know, do this conjuring or play with, uh, um, uh, boards. Boards. Mm-hmm. and they'll actually do it in right. the movie to make it more realistic. So sometimes they're actually doing these rituals. Yeah. Which opens up opportunity or portals for the devil for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You got to be careful. I mean, because we've been watching some series and stuff, and and a lot of times the first few seasons of a series will be pretty good. And then as you get further and further into it, you really sense the evil that's in the episodes and things. And you just, you feel oppressed after you watch it. And so you just have to really be careful. What you put in your mind.
1: And they usually start off innocent. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, well, not yeah. totally innocent, but it's well, like, no. not the demonic, not the homosexuality, not the yeah. Um, yeah. things that are demonic. And then they gradually, <laughs> through each show, they'll put a little more. And then we're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, it was bad, but let's just, you know, it, we're, we're relaxing. We're having fun. Mm-hmm.
0: We're interested. Then, we want to know what's going to happen. And then by yeah. the third
1: or fourth show, it's got almost all of it is demonic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you got to be, it's, I mean, it's to the point where there's not really much you can watch anymore, but then, you know, some of the Christian shows that are put out just aren't well produced. Um, not, Well, the movies that have been put out right, lately have been really good, but I don't know, just it's, it's hard to find things to watch.
1: Knowledge of hidden things. Demon possessed people have knowledge of things they shouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, secrets, personal information about others. Mm-hmm. So sometimes these mediums or these uh fortune tellers uh get things right mm-hmm. because you know some of them are just they're just ripping people off and making and right. making, making things up. But there's a lot of them are possessed, mm-hmm. and so demons cannot tell your, you know, they can't read your mind. They're not right. Mind. But they can, they can uh, understand your background, your history, because they've been there. Mm -hmm. They can communicate better and all this than, than they've been around since for 6,000 years or more.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they can give that medium or fortune teller whatever things to say that will, that are true, because they knew it happened. Yes. And it shocks the person, and then they start believing in the medium or the fortune teller or whatnot. And that's why you see so much of that nowadays, people believing in that.
1: Convulsions and seizures. Some accounts describe demon-possessed individuals experiencing convulsions or seizures. Mm -hmm. This is not every. uh, There's there's diseases out there. I get it. Right. But it is an an aspect of demon possession. Mm Mm-hmm. Extreme fear or aversion to spiritual things. Demon possession right. leads to an extreme aversion or uh, running away or being uh, hostile to religious symbols or scripture. Right. Uh, Mark 5, 1 through 20, if you would read that.
0: Okay. Mark 5, 1 through 20. All right. Excuse me. They went across the lake to the region of the Gerizines. When Jesus took got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anymore. Not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills he would cry out and cut himself with stones. and in his right man, mind and they were afraid those who had seen it told the people what had happened to the demon possessed man and told about the pigs as well then the people began to plead with jesus to leave their region as jesus was getting back into the boat the man who had been demon possessed Begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in Dicopolis how much Jesus had done for him, and all the people were amazed.
1: So, you know, here's the perfect example of the symptoms, manifestations that we mm-hmm. just talked about. Yes. Here is a man who's worshiping death. you know he's living among the tombs mm-hmm. uh, so I think you know there's a there's this fascination for dark things and oh yeah, definitely demon position. yes, um, I also see that he had extraordinary strength mm-hmm. people were scared of him. he broke the chains right that they had chained him with, yeah, he was cutting himself at this. Now, I know there's mental illness too. Okay? Yeah. This is, this is a demon possession. Right. And he's violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's worshiping death. He could not be restrained. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus comes. Right. And see, they didn't realize, they recognized who Jesus was. But they thought that, you know, was he here already? Mm hmm. Because they knew when Jesus came that the demons and Satan himself would be bound in the abyss. Yes. That's why they said, send us in to the pigs. Right. Yeah. So we look at this allegiance, how many? A thousand, thousand, I think. A thousand. A thousand Roman soldiers. So Mm -hmm. there's a thousand demons in this man. Mm-hmm. But what what we should take solace with as a Christian mm-hmm. is that Jesus shut them up. Right. And so if we have Jesus, we don't have to be afraid of demons.
0: Right. Okay. A legion is actually, in the days of the early republic, uh, each legion was 4,200 men, expanding to 5,000 men oh. in times of particular peril.
1: I stand corrected, and that's wow. more. Yeah, wow,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I that I learned that too. Interesting.
1: So this is why you can see children. Maybe they've been opened up. Mm-hmm. It could even be the parents. Maybe someone's watching porn, and the mm-hmm. portal opens up you, demonic, mm-hmm. or the movies, or things that's going on in the home that's opening up, mm-hmm. uh, and these children. It takes many adults mm-hmm. or or adults it takes 20 or 30 police officers mm-hmm. this is not that uncommon
0: Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. not at all um, then there was the slave girl with a spirit of divination Acts 16,
0: 16-18 okay all right Once they once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting. These men are servants of the most high God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed <laughs> that he turned around and said to the spirit in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her.
1: Yeah. So this girl, she was making money for her owners. She was a slave. Mm-hmm. Yes. For divination, fortune telling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so she is telling, or actually the demons are talking through her. But that's good information, Marla. Doctor. Yeah. He, he, the, the, little, the girl, the demons are saying that this is a, a spokesman from the Most High God. Isn't that a good thing? Not if she
0: was, which it sounds like, screaming it so loudly that probably the people could not hear what Paul and Silas had to say. Um, she was taking the attention away from the message of Jesus. Um, yeah,
1: she was trying to take the glory and the mess and the focus. Right off Paul's message of God, basically off Jesus, right, and put it on herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's good. I mean, it's not good, but that's good. Good insight. Yeah. Right. Ways ways that people can allow demons. Uh, now believers don't do that. right, but believers right. need to know this. If you have children, you have lost loved ones, and your home. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and you don't want to be oppressed. You don't want to be, feel um, that you're downtrodden and defeated because you're, mm-hmm. you're being attacked. Yeah. They can't, they can't possess you. They can't take you away from Christ, but they certainly can discourage you. Absolutely. And they certainly can, can try to take um, homage in or take, take bondage mm-hmm. in loved ones that don't know Christ.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So one way is idolatry and worshiping false gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was brought up Roman Catholic. I prayed to Mary, all these, all these occultic things, the Roman Catholic Church. I love the people, but the, there's many idols, many occultic practices. Uh, sometimes the, the message is still there, but you have to mm-hmm. dig around it to get there. Right. Um. And I'm convinced before I was a Christian, I was most likely possessed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. I believe yeah. that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so, idolatry and worshiping other gods, uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, mm-hmm. New Age, mm-hmm. Wicca, mm-hmm. you're opening yourself in to the idol.
0: right. Right.
1: Um, I think things like. Uh, You know, sorcery, divination, talking to mediums, Mm -hmm. those are things that open you up to this.
0: Well, and also, I mean, as a young girl, everybody had slumber parties. I don't know. I mean, the guys probably did, too. And a lot of times at these parties, what would come out? The Ouija board. Yeah. And a lot of parents are sending their kids to these parties not realizing that this kind of thing could happen that could open up uh possession and such, not to scare people, but just you need to be aware of what your children are doing and you need to talk to them about if if you know you're at a party or whatnot and something's being done that makes you feel uncomfortable, call me, I'll come get you. I don't care what time it is. If you're uncomfortable, I will come get you. And you know, we need to have those conversations because we don't want our children going. We don't I mean, we can't wrap them in bubble wrap and protect them from everything, but we also have to teach them if you sense danger or you sense something that could cause danger, you need to get out of there. Yeah,
1: the eight ball. There's there's the eight The
0: eight ball. Oh, I have one of those magic eight ball. Ask it a question, shake it up. I have one, which it's kind of shocking. But um yeah, just things like that and there's always these chants that people would do and look in the mirror. And uh you just have to be careful with those things.
1: I used to do I used to look at horoscopes. Mm. Yeah. I don't think everybody realizes
0: that horoscopes are not a good thing. Some people think they're really innocent, but they're not. Um No. no. I mean, that's using divination to predict the future. And you're like, oh, that's going to come true. Well, you know, Satan can uh, can help things along sometimes. I think, and uh, so you have to be careful of those things as well. Yeah, some of those things may come true. Fortune cookies, we laugh at those, but same thing. Same yeah, thing. Yoga. Yeah, well, yoga. I'm
1: stepping on a lot of shoes here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yoga was based on mysticism, right? It's based off Hinduism. It's it's one of a way yeah. of reaching a, a Christ consciousness. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's basically it, it's there's no you know we as Americans, uh, you know, look at this as exercise and relaxation. Right. When I went to India, mm-hmm. the Indian Christians, uh, they, there's this. You cannot separate yoga from Hinduism. Oh, they said that. Uh, yeah. All the positions, wow. um, basically, you're honoring diff- certain gods with the
0: position. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, emptying your brain, em- emptying your thoughts. Uh, this is the, totally contradicting the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Bible says, take every thought captive. Satan mm. is the prince of the power of the air.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: when we open ourselves up, we're opening ourselves for demonic activity. <laughs> you're right uh, yoga. I, there'll be another time i'll go through yoga yeah uh, yeah deeper because yeah it, it does not it's not a good thing i know right like it. it may you may it may make you feel better i have no doubt about that mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. because it works doesn't mean it's right correct i mean i'm sure pornography helps some people feel better
0: oh yeah
1: yeah okay I, I'm, sure. mm-hmm. no, I, I'm right no
0: i know i know that's the point. Is absolutely
1: if it feels better
0: doesn't mean it's right to do. That's right, right, absolutely, absolutely. And
1: that gets yep. into engaging uh, engaging immorality. Mm-hmm. Opens yourself up for demon activity.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, you know, if someone's having sex with a person, many mm-hmm. people
0: mm-hmm. they're
1: opening themselves up to all the people they slept with mm-hmm. and all the demons that are with them too.
0: Right. You're
1: right. Um, Unforgiveness and holding grudges can be Mm -hmm. a stronghold. Yep. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So many people are asking, so do you believe Dr. J Mm. that you can still cast out demons? I Mm. mean, you see these people on TV, you know, everything's a demon and they're hitting them on the head. They're flying backwards. They're, in mm-hmm. fetal positions, they're, you know, they're speaking in some unknown tongue. Right. And I think you have to be very careful with this. I agree. Because uh, not everything's a demon. Mm-mm. And not everything is chaos. Right. If all that was true, the, the we would not be in the situation we're in.
0: No, we would the not hospitals be.
1: Hospitals would be empty. Yeah. Uh, people would not be dying early. And uh, the whole world, the the devil would be bound, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. People say, "I bind you, Satan." Mm-hmm. I bind you, demons. I mm-hmm. hear that a lot. Yeah, but that's not biblical. No, it's not. Here's what no. I ask people, and they get mad. But I, right? They, I, they look at me like I'm not spiritual.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How long are you going to bind Satan? <laughs> Right, because if you do bind him, can you bind him forever?
0: Mm. Mm. True. True.
1: That's not talking about that. No, Satan will be bound during the millennial reign. Yes, that's what that's talking about. Yes, and the binding is talking about the gospel. Hmm. Gospel. Yes, it um, is. I think when we look at this. Read 2nd 2 Timothy 2:24 2, through 26. This is okay. the first way to deal, the first stage of dealing with demon possession.
0: Second Timothy 2 and what were the verses? Uh,
1: 2, 2:24 through 26.
0: Okay. All right. And the lord's servant must not be quarrelsome but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Am I reading the right one? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Opponents may be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who has given them captive to do his will.
1: Mm. So the first point here is being teaching with grace and mercy. Yes. Because if you go in there hitting people on the head saying, get big on, Satan. You know, Paul could have said that, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He said with long suffering, patience, grace. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The gospel does not need our help. Does not. So we present this the gospel. The gospel <laughs> will will the gospel will cast out the demon. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um self sacrificing. Mm. giving up ourselves, mm-hmm. Love covers a multitude of sin.
0: Yes, it does. Uh,
1: Jesus, Jesus showed grace in his teaching. He showed long-suffering. Mm-hmm. He showed patience. He was self-sacrificing. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: so the love of God and the truth of God and the grace of God and the patience through the believer can reverse the, reverse the take out the demon in the situation. Yes. The gospel. Mm-hmm. The gospel is huge when it comes to um, changing a life. You're Satan right. cannot be in the same area as God, the Holy Mm-mm. Spirit. So mm-hmm. when a person comes to know Jesus, Satan's gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He'll come back later and pick on you. Right. But he's not in you anymore. No. Yeah. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> go ahead and read Revelation 12, verse 11.
0: Okay. Revelation 12, 11. They triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb, and by the word of their testimony, they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death.
1: Yes. How did they overcome him?
0: By the blood of the Lamb.
1: Yeah, the gospel, mm-hmm. the blood of Jesus, the mm-hmm. sacrifice of Christ. Many people, including myself, you know, probably was possessed, and Jesus saved me through the gospel. Someone shared the gospel with me. Yes. Someone showed the love of God to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And last but not least, the occasional. Okay. I don't think this is all the time. Okay. The occasional exorcism. Okay. This is when it's very violent in your face. Uh, it's obvious. It's demonic. And you you just resort, in the name of Jesus, come out. Mm. But I don't think this is every time. I, I, no. I know it's not every time. Right. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you have to really be in tune With God, to know, um, you can't, I mean, we don't have the power. Jesus gives the power. Jesus is the one who makes these demons leave. Jesus is the one that heals people that are possessed. It's not anything we do.
1: No, it's all God.
0: And some people unfortunately think that they are the ones that are casting out the demons and they are the ones that are doing these things, but it's only through the power of Jesus that it can be done.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. And you know, Sue this once again, it's not about scaring people. People need to realize that we're in the end times. Yeah. You know, someone may say, You're scaring me. Well, I'm sorry. The truth is truth and we're in the end times. Oh yeah. We have to know who we're fighting and we We have to know whose we are and that nothing can separate us from the love of God. And we have
0: to be tuned in tune with Jesus to, to be able to discern things and what's going on. And uh, we have to stay close to him and read his word and pray So that uh, we can be used by him, that he can work through us. Um, And and we just need to be we need to be close to him at all times.
1: You're exactly right. You know, if you the more you know the word of God, the word you're in, the more you're in tune with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. um, the more likely you can discern what's what.
0: Right. And go ahead. You go ahead. And also, a lot of times, the more the more you are in tune with Jesus, the more you're reading your word, the more you're praying, a lot of times Jason, Satan is going to try to jump in there and uh, try to keep you away from reading your Bible, keep you away from praying and put things in your path that will kind of distract you. Um, and so you have to be careful for that.
1: And, and uh, you know, here's the thing. God is good. All the time. Uh, And he doesn't need us, but he chooses to use us. Right. Right. I'm a perfect example, as many Mm -hmm. are, how God can take a mess, turn it into a mess for his glory, for your good. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.